Hi, I'm Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review for your ears, talking about the new Zack Snyder film on Netflix, Army of the Dead. Well, the short version is I was highly entertained by this two-and-a-half-hour movie. Yes, it was a, a hair long, but it's arguably one of Zack Snyder's best movies and his best in a while. I really, really enjoyed it. Looking forward to what else we're going to get with the mythology in the universe. Now to dig into it. Obviously, Zack Snyder's name has been talked about a lot lately, especially concerning the DC Universe, and I think it's great that he took time out to do something completely different, go back to his roots, because if everybody remembers, his remake of Dawn of the Dead was the first time we really heard his name. Um, and it was a great remake. Really. There are very few remakes in the history of movies that are as good or better than their originals, and that was a pretty darn good attempt at trying to top the original. Really good. So anyway, uh, I've enjoyed The Watchmen, even the super long 10-hour version or whatever it was once they put the cartoons and stuff back in. Um, I did like his new version of uh, Justice League better than the Joss Whedon version, but anytime they completely change a movie after it's already been filmed, you know. And that kind of happened on this movie a little bit. I had heard that uh, they had to replace an actor, and I didn't really read those stories. I didn't care at the time. And then watching the movie, it kind of popped up in my head, you know, that I would should be on the lookout for that. But the movie came and went, and I never knew who it was. And I looked afterwards and went, no shit, that's who it was? They did an incredible job. The special effects all around are really good. There's a lot of practical effects, especially with the zombie gore and makeup and prosthetics and things like that. There are some CG things that are, you know, we're getting good with CG, but you can still tell, you know, but there was no way to do some of the things they did uh, in reality. I mean, the uh, the whole zombie tiger thing is pretty funny. But And that's that's what helps this movie the most, is it's got a sense of humor. It doesn't take itself too seriously, but it is a good zombie flick. I mean, it works as a zombie flick. Works a little bit as the bank heist flick. There needs to be a little more heist stuff, I think, if we're going to truly call it a heist film. Um, and, and the moments of melodrama that are actually well-acted and well-played, well-filmed. Now, there's been a lot of talk about Zack Snyder, who's actually the cinematographer. He wrote the movie, directed the movie, and is the cinematographer on the movie. And I, I watched a little thing about him over the weekend where he was talking about the lenses he's become a fan of, which gives you a very narrow depth of field, meaning uh, your main actors are very much in focus, but everything else is kind of blurry. And he uses that quite a bit in this movie. And the reason why he became the cinematographer is he didn't want to hire a cinematographer and then force them to use these crazy lenses he's a fan of. So he wanted to give the movie a different feel that way, an organic feel, like it was shot right there and kind of how your eye would see things and focus on certain things other than other things. And he wanted full control over that. And honestly, Netflix giving him a budget, which is reportedly somewhere between 75 and $90 million, um... And letting him do what he does, my biggest criticism, it's a hair long. He could have used a little editing, but he's not only trying to serve the story with the length and all the stuff that's jammed into it, but they're also creating a universe, uh, a mythology that they can use. There's a prequel movie that's already been filmed with one of the characters who's one of the, the, the safe cracker. Um, and that movie's already been filmed and being edited right now and will be out soon. Uh, they made an anime prequel kind of story that will, well, the I guess the movie that's coming is a prequel, and then the anime is a prequel slash sequel 
part of the continuum. And he recently said over the weekend that, yes, obviously, they would love to do a sequel to this movie, and it certainly feels like they could. Um, as a fan of zombie movies, this is a pretty good one. Um, you've got a combination of the old-school Shambler kind of Night of the Living Dead zombies, and you've got some of the newer Zack Snyder, uh, 28 Days Later, Fast, and even some really new kind of... I don't know, they're kind of mutant intelligent to it in an animal kind of way. I mean, uh, like super intelligent dogs, maybe. Um, they care about each other, and they, they have a leader and that kind of thing, but it, it's not like they're truly communicating. Uh, and I don't want to get into too many spoilers, but we have different kind of zombies in this movie where this team goes in to rip off a bank for a, a big businessman who's already been paid for the money. This would just be big bonus, and, and they're going to make millions of dollars, get them all out of debt. And um, Because one of the greatest... Um, Zack Snyder has a knack for doing opening credits. Watch The Watchmen. They tell such a story, such a background with the opening credits of that movie, and most of his movies do, and this one really does as well. And we get the first 15, 20 minutes of the movie shows us how the outbreak happens with zombie stuff. And they basically wall off Las Vegas, and and then it becomes like Escape from New York. we got to send somebody in to get something out. Their interpersonal relationships, um, the... the Although not too many people stick out, there, there's some. It's a fun little team they put together. It's interesting. We do get some backstory on them. The guy that hires them is Hiroyuki Sanada. He's one of my favorite Asian actors, and you saw him recently, actually, in uh, Mortal Kombat. He was the guy in the opening scene. He's great, and he's fabulous in everything. Here, he's, uh, he, you know, he's playing the uh, uh, big CEO, rich dude that hires these these kind of seedy guys to go on this mission. So, you know, there's a lot of introducing the characters as he goes around to put the team together. Dave Bautista does a great job in this movie. I haven't mentioned that yet, but I'm really impressed with it. He has to do a bit more range than he's done in some other things. And yes, he is helped by some directorial tricks, like maybe a little slow-mo and some reverb on his voice and things like that here and there for a no. Any kind of you know that kind of thing, um, but other than that, he does a great job, and I've liked him in the other roles he's played. Blade Runner, I was almost shocked to see him in that movie, and I'm very much looking forward to seeing him in Dune later this year. But if they're going to bring back the character for the, a sequel to this, I'm all in. I mean, this is not the best movie I've ever watched. This isn't the most fun I've had at the movies in a long time, but it was entertaining. I expected it to be halfway entertaining, and I like most of Zack Snyder's films, and this was a very good Zack Snyder film. It's not going to please everybody. There's some people going to want more zombie stuff, but it's pretty zombielicious. Uh, there's some people that are going to want more bank robbery stuff, and there, there could be more of that, and there probably will be in the other movie that they film, since it's about the safecracker, right? Um, but all in all, most of the characters got a decent amount of time. Obviously, the big actors got the most. Um, and again, adding Tig, she plays a helicopter pilot they bring along because they need a helicopter. And she didn't meet the rest of the cast. It was filmed after the movie was completed because they had to replace someone. And I just think it was so seamlessly done that me looking for it, not knowing who it was, though, uh, didn't ever catch it. Matter of fact, when I was watching what I mentioned earlier, the Zack Snyder talk where he said how difficult it was to shoot the movie with these lenses, he talked about the fact that he shot the thing down and dirty, organic, camera in people's faces kind of stuff, trying to keep technology out of it and do as much real and in the camera as possible to make it feel real, gritty, down to earth, that kind of thing. And then... 
after the movie was done, they had to spend all this money to use the, the greatest technology available to them to try and insert an actor into scenes where they weren't there for. Lighting had to be exactly right. Uh, you know, green screen locations had to perfectly match up, all that kind of stuff. I can only imagine how difficult it was because just the little crap I edit on my computer here for things takes me forever. Uh, million, million dollar movies, special effects where people are going to, you know, check them out in 4K and agonize over every little part of it. I can't even imagine the work that goes into some of the special effects work that we don't notice in movies. Talked about it in a lot of movie reviews that some of the dramas you watch where they they can't film in Washington, D.C., Washington, D.C. behind them might be CG. You don't know. Of course, we expect it in a Marvel movie or a sci-fi movie, but they're CG in all movies these days, and they're getting pretty photorealistic with a lot of it. And being able to insert a real actor into a scene when they weren't there and not have us tell it all Granted, you know, there's been movies with doubles. Um, I remember that Jeremy Irons, mostly in that David Cronenberg film, you know, you couldn't tell most of the time. Going back now, it's a little obvious, but, you know, we're higher resolution video now, so we have to get better with it. But anyway, the special effects are good. Like I said, there's some CG, but a lot of practical. The CG looks pretty realistic 90% and 99% of the time. It looks really good. It's it's doesn't feel like a made-for-Netflix movie. This feels like it was made for theatrical exhibition, except for the running time. It is a full two and a half hours. doesn't really feel like it, but I felt his Justice League moved I don't want to say faster, but better. I noticed Justice League's time less, and it was four hours, than I noticed Army of Dead's time in this, and it was two and a half. I would have trimmed maybe 10, 15 minutes out of it, if it were me. But again, they're setting up threads that we don't know where they're going to take them, either in prequels or sequels. So there were scenes left in that probably have connective tissue to some things they're going to be working on. I don't know. But again, Netflix scores a win. I'm going to be doing a podcast soon about all of the streaming services and why you should just pick you know, your favorites and go about it. Because now everybody, and they're adding more, and I personally just don't want $200 worth of streaming services a month. I don't watch enough, but I want to be able to watch, you know, every once in a while this on HBO Max, or every once in a while this on Netflix, or every once in a while this on Amazon. I pay for Amazon, you know, for the shipping more than the video stuff. But everything else, I have to really pick and choose because I, I just, I'm not going to subscribe to everything. So, We'll have a conversation about that on what content is worth your money, but it's all up to you and how you watch things. And I'm glad movie theaters and concerts are coming back, and I'm glad they're starting to release movies that are worth watching, that are not just, uh, well, we filmed this and we really didn't know what to do with it, but here, it's a pandemic, here's a movie, you know? <laughs> and, and our bars are all lowered because we were watching things at home and streaming. But now the bar is going to start coming back up. We've got uh, Black Widow coming very, very soon. Got some big movies this summer, Dune in the fall. Man, I can't wait to go back to the movies. So Army of the Dead. It's on Netflix. I would check it out. Not the greatest movie ever, but it sure is a lot of fun and uh, an easy way to waste two and a half hours. So check it out if you like anything I've mentioned so far and let me know what you think about it. Check out Rockfile at therockfile.com for all my links. Uh, uh, please share, like, and subscribe. Thank you for listening. More podcasts are on the way. <laughs>